0: Hey y'all, it's Fred Curtis here at Relentless Love. Welcome to For the Culture, a podcast brought to you by us, where we discuss black history, black life, and black liberation. If you're looking for resources for the movement, or how to better understand how lessons from the past can shape our future, this show is for you. No fancy music or anything like that this week. We're going to up production value for sure, while we work to get some copyright permission from some other music sources. But for now, really dig into the content. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, feel free to reach out to us info at relentless.love also if you want to support our work we'd love for you to visit www.relentless.love got new books new merch a whole lot of good stuff check us out uh a quick listener note here this episode does contain um, conversations and discussions around uh, sexual harassment and sexual assault um so please be advised um All right, Deshaun Watson, um, he's had quite the eventful offseason, and he's created all this for himself, to be completely honest. So signs an extension last year, I think it was in September, um, multi-year extension, takes his guaranteed money um, with every writing on the wall, knowing they have no first-round picks and that Bill O'Brien just doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, And then they have an awful season, as expected. Uh, And then he wants to request a trade. I am not saying – and when all this came out, there was chatter around – you know, is this something the Texans front office is leaking or planting? So I think the evolution of this, I don't wanna call the story because the allegations are very, um, are very serious. And so I don't wanna minimize it to something that's just talked about in sports circles. The evolution of this incident or series of incidents rather um, has, has been quite demystifying. Uh, so Deshaun Watson was accused of, uh, of sexual assault by, I think it was just one woman at first. Uh, and then there were several. And then since then, it has ballooned. Now he has 22 civil lawsuits against him for sexual assault and misconduct. At first, he came out just blatantly denying all of them, talking about, oh, I can't wait to, you know, have my character restored and all this other stuff. Um, and and as the weeks go by, now it's now it's uh, engulfed into, oh, well, some of the acts are consensual. Look, I'm, I'm going to just say this and keep it moving. Whenever someone starts vehemently denying Anything from the get go, and then as as yeah. more pressure comes, oh well, yes, but some of the acts were consensual. That just sounds like rape to me. Um Am I wrong? I, I,
1: don't, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I don't know. I try not to. <laughs> so okay, so being transparent, if so, if a from 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 my history and just from. From hearing things and talking to different people, so let's just say a woman hears a rape allegation, mm-hmm. a man uh, allegedly raped, sexually assaulted, whatever. A woman, a woman's brain, um, I want to, I, I want, I'll say majority of the time is going to assume the man is guilty until proven innocent, essentially. True. My brain automatically thinks. Whether it's right or not, right or wrong, I'm thinking, this guy has money, she's just trying to get some money. Just without any information, that's just where my brain goes. Just yeah. because you know I've seen falsely accused um, men over time, especially men with status, did uh-huh. you get falsely accused because the woman wants something. Uh-huh. Um, so when it first came out, that's what I thought. And then I'm like, it's 30, what is it, 30 plus?
0: Well, it's
1: up to 23 20 plus? now with civil suits. Okay. Yeah. So so 20 plus women. And then I did read some articles where um, about 10 or so women um, who was his per, uh, personal masseuse around the country, they came out and said, well, everything, all the experiences I've had with Deshaun were professional. You know, um, those areas, like the groin area, the lower back are just areas where he always get gets treated because you know he's an athlete. He
0: plays football, and I'm thinking,
1: yeah, he plays football. So, and I, you know, I'm a former athlete. I know those are areas that need to be treated. And this guy making millions of dollars for the people who say, well, why does he need more than one? <laughs> That's why he's in different parts of the country. So, I'm 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 still conflicted because I'm like, okay, it is 23 women, but then you have this other side where it's. Okay, these women are coming to his defense and saying it was professional. I just don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to believe, honestly. But it's hard to not believe when it's 23 women. It's like the Tiger right. Woods thing. You know, he can deny it, but yeah. <laughs> bro, these women are coming out the woodwork once one came out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's something there. I don't know if it's rape, you know, rape mm-hmm. and sexual assault, you know, are different. Um, so Very true. I don't know Very true. which one it is, you know, maybe, maybe he did, you know, a little bit of groping or some inappropriate behavior. I, I don't know the details, but, um, and it's hard because it's hard because it's Deshaun Watson. Cause we know or what he's represented, what he's presented himself as <laughs> we see that person. Mm-hmm. So then you hear this, it's like, nah, man, I can't believe that.
0: Yeah.
1: But you just can't push away, um, you know, we've pushed away women for so long in in our society anyway. Um, So I get to thinking about that. Like, I can't just silence these women and it's 20 plus. But I'm also thinking, well, Deshaun has been a great guy, man. (laughs) Yeah. So I've been conflicted the whole time. Excuse
0: me. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, and I should preface this by saying, you know, both of us are from, Georgia not far from where Deshaun played high school football and so you know I don't think either of us know him personally but being from where he's from and having some sort of pulse I mean you coach high school football I go to a lot of high school football games when I'm in Georgia and you know still have some connections so on and so forth you you at least hear more stories about him in the same way like I've interacted with people and heard a lot of stories about Trevor Lawrence, the guy's a fantastic kid by all ind- indications, so on and so forth. Like it's just, it's not just what we see on TV or here in the news, so on and so forth. So I think that adds an extra layer to the, is this really this guy? Like, you know, I've heard so many wonderful things about him directly from people exactly. who know him. Not like, oh, he did this in the news, but like, you know, folks who are, who, you know, coached him or, you know, part of his circle, whatever. Um, 20 plus is, is tough. And it's hard for me to believe that 20 people are are all lying about something.
1: All lying, like 100% lying. Yeah. Maybe a few are fabricated, maybe, but it's just not a, it's hard to, I don't wanna wanna say anything in absolute because I don't know, I wasn't there. But it's hard to believe 23 women are completely lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and all but, stories are similar. That's that's tough, man. Yeah, and we got it. Just... We, we have to put the name aside and just kind of look at what's going on. Yeah, I think at the at
0: the end of the day, well, I'll, I'll I'll voice this, and then we can get into what this means for the Texans from a football perspective. I think one of the things I I like to always sort of talk about teach especially to younger men is the realization that at some point every every man has made a woman feel uncomfortable yeah 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 um no matter how much of a good guy you think you are now granted I always like to be clear about the uncomfortability does not equal sexual assault uncomfortability is not equal rape so on and so forth right so like I am not by any means saying every every guy is you know, a uh, rapist harassed or so on and so forth. But, you know, I'm sure there have all been situations, whether we, re- whether we recognize it or not, um, in which we've, we've made women feel uncomfortable consciously or subconsciously. And so then what becomes paramount is, particularly for someone, I think of, of his status, is in every situation, you have to be hyper aware of what might come or what could be accused of you? Right now, these are still allegations, right? I'm not gonna make a, I'm not gonna make any prognostications about what did or did not happen. Uh, however, even as a professional myself, I, you know, I work in politics. I work with a lot of women. I travel a lot. It's just it's just not possible for me to not be in situations um, where I'm you know alone with women. That's just not how my my job works, um, and that's fine. <laughs> Like it's not a matter of oh I'm scared of being me too and I can't be alone with women. It's like the same way they say oh you know there are things you can do to 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 not get raped from women. The key is to it's not the key to stopping rape is just not rape. Like just yeah, just yeah, be yeah, an yeah. upstanding man. Um, be 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 not even upstanding. Just just be a decent human being. Like we're not gonna high five you and give you points for not sexually assaulting women. You know. Um, <laughs> for somebody like him who's a millionaire who has masseuses all over the country, I think rather than these, these guys just need to accept and admit that, look, there might be situations to where he might've just made some of them feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. One, you need to become more hyper aware of when you're making women feel uncomfortable. That's the first thing. And number two, for someone in your situation in which your status, you just need to create environments in which you can be above reproach. And if that means, you know, you got a, a a friend who sits in the corner and reads books and listens to podcasts whenever you're getting a massage, like I, I'm, I, I am in a position to where I want to put the onus on men, one, to just not do things that you shouldn't do, which is touch women inappropriate, which is talk to them inappropriately, which is to sexually assault um, or rate them, all right? That's just stuff you should not do. We're not going to give you brownies or high fives or cookie points for not doing those things, so the onus is on us. But then number two, when when you are someone like him in a situation to where, look, man, you you can pay somebody $70,000 a year with health care and other things to just, like, to just protect you, oh. just to just protect your state, right? Oh, and, you know what I'm saying? And, like, that 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 is the onus that men need to take on now, I think, is one, not being assholes, and then two, just, like, It's it's not, I don't think, I'll close it out this way because I'm kind of going all over the place. I think the history of violence against women creates an environment where for me, at least, it's okay to assume that when you have multiple women accusing a man of something that they are telling the truth. I'm okay with that being the default. And usually... You know, there's time, there's discovery, there's evidence that if he is indeed innocent, that comes to light. There have been circumstances of that lately. My problem with that is the, the the times where women accuse a man of something and it's not true and it ends up being a hoax are far lower than the times when that man has actually committed what he's alleged to do. So this is the acknowledgement that, yes, that does happen. There are times when, you know, women make rape allegations and they're not true, but the other times are just so much more and so disproportionately true. I think that's become my, my default there. Um, I don't know. It's a difficult situation. Um,
1: It is. But
0: I I think it's an opportunity for all of us, us as, as men, particularly as black men to, I don't want to say learn from, I I don't, I don't want to diminish, you know, such serious allegations as an opportunity for, you know, men to learn things they should have already been taught but I, I do think there's there's time and space for for modification of behavior rather
1: yeah um, I mean it it especially highlights well it should at least put a position in your brain where it's like if you're in, you know we might not be in that situation where we're traveling we have different massage therapists and all of that but it, it puts a uh, position in our brain where it's like, all right, man, we need to be careful of what we say, mm-hmm. especially because, you know, simple, simple sayings or uh, passings that we <clears throat> have towards women can be sexual harassment. And mm-hmm. we may not think it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but it doesn't matter. They feel, you know, it's the difference is you have to be, you have to think about, um, I making this woman uncomfortable just because maybe I'm just sim- simply trying to flirt but she just doesn't want to entertain it and that's okay um, and that's okay <laughs>
0: like leave you her just mouth.
1: take it on the chin bro. she she doesn't want you I'm like okay just back off <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> my, my bad and just move on it's an uncomfortableness it's sexual harassment sexual assault and it's rape so that's four different things. That you have rape is obviously that's come on, like, right. You're not putting too much thought in it. You're, you're just doing what you want to do, no matter what she says, right? But you know, the other three things you just got to be hyper aware of. All right, man, this is I'm putting myself in a situation, but I'm, you know, I have to be hyper aware of all right, I'm not trying to make this woman uncomfortable. <laughs> For one, that's what I should do, too, but I'm not trying to be locked up. <laughs> so, facts. I mean, do what you need to
0: do, bro. (laughs) Yeah, like it's twofold here, right? Like, yeah, it's just I I think I think as men, we just need to be more. We need to continuously be hyper aware of how we are making or how we might be making women feel. Yeah, might. Might is the key word there. Um, And 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 I have dudes like, oh well, how how do you know? And all this time, you can ask. You can. (laughs) You can just ask. Am I making you feel uncomfortable right now? Like, yeah. And and if she says yes, modify your behavior
1: and stop. Like (laughs) because you you know if you know before you, it's like that risky text. Yes, (laughs) when you know what you're saying, (laughs) you know what you're saying. You know, okay, she can respond this way or this way. So I might pull a LOL at the end just so (laughs) you know. (laughs) I can be like, okay, I was just kidding. So it's just like that risky text, that risky behavior you're going to think about it, okay, she may respond this way, which I probably want her to respond this way, or she might respond another way. And if she responds differently, just my bad, you know, I'm sorry, and just move on.
0: <laughs> Offer an apology and keep it moving, right? Yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that. that's the onus. We as men got to do better. And I know a lot of men, you know, say, oh, I don't know any, I don't know any, you know, men like that. My my dudes are, are upstanding gentlemen. And that may be the case. The problem is yeah. most men believe that they don't have men that are harassers or abusers. And so yeah. someone I don't even want to say is lying. Sometimes dudes are lying. Other times you there's a there's a there's a a tendency or just a cover-up in which like dudes act like they don't exude these behaviors um around their boys when indeed they do. Um, so I think that's 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 the biggest takeaway here, and is just can be hyper aware of how you might be making a woman feel and number two if you have reservations about what's going on or if, if you are indeed making her feel uncomfortable my god just ask am i making you feel uncomfortable three when she says that she is offer an apology modify your behavior mm-hmm. and move on applying pressure applies to someone who has consented to you applying pressure okay like that's what that means yeah, yeah. um there are circumstances where yeah go ahead and send that raunchy text or whatever you want to do like but she is going to let you know when that is okay like and <laughs>
1: yeah, we're, we're on the same page man. you know we're on the same page
0: and if you have all to that wonder, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah if you have to wonder then it's probably not good exactly yeah it's not period period
0: all right what does this mean for the texans they're going to be awful this year um and again and honestly i i, I would <clears throat> as an organization my posture would be we're going to be really bad we have a lot of holes this is a three to four year project honestly i mean this this date they, they, they've got one of the longer i think rebuild jobs in front of them i don't want to say the nfl history but maybe in history because they have so many holes for not having first round picks and then they've got a quarterback accused of what he's accused of i would sit him i wouldn't play him um there's got to be there got to be some clauses in be his honest. contract to help to help mitigate whatever cap hits might take place. Um, if 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 that becomes the case, I might even release them before the season starts. Um, take the minor cap hit that that takes. We'll eat the the eat the uh, signing bonus and just say, you know what, we are going to have the number one pick because they are going to be the worst team of football next year. Um, <laughs> And you know, we're gonna start start over with Tyler Shaw or Sam Howe or whoever. Um, I, I think for them this has to be a hard reset as an organization. Uh it has to be. And and, and I, I don't see any I don't see any world in which they can they can move forward with him as their quarterback. Um it, it, it their situation reminds me of where Atlanta was uh in 2008. Uh
1: yeah.
0: And I love yeah. Mike. Fick, but and granted, let's be clear: dogfighting is not anywhere near in the wheelhouse as sexual assault, sexual harassment, or rape. Okay, so <laughs> um, so nowhere near. Mike Vick deserved to play again. I don't know if Deshaun Watson deserves to play again. I think we'll see what happens with the lawsuits and what comes out. Um, but I think it's akin in some ways to where Atlanta found themselves in 2008. Houston just got to start over. They they got to clean house, wash hands, um, and, and try to get that organization back to some respectability.
1: Yeah, man, and and we, you mentioned briefly at the beginning, and we've talked about this. The problem with the, uh, the the sexual assault lawsuits aside, him requesting a trade after signing an extension, which you signed an extension under a coach you didn't believe in, yeah. under organization you didn't believe in. Just a year later, you say you want to nothing nothing changed from year to year so that and i'm all for requesting trades and all of that but i just don't understand the timing bro you could have requested a trade last offseason and been traded to any team what about other than two (laughs) seattle and um you know kansas city maybe three so Any team other than probably the top, you know, you know, five teams in the NFL would like you on your on their roster as QB1. Mm -hmm. So if I just don't know what changed drastically from year to year, because you could have requested a trade last year, been traded and signed an extension with that new team. Yeah. And I think they signed him two years earlier, if I'm not mistaken, because he. Yeah. So that's the only part I don't get about the extension. Or the trade request,
0: I mean. <laughs> it's like you could have gone anywhere except what? Seattle, Kansas City, Buffalo, Baltimore, Green Bay.
1: Like. That's, literally.
0: Almost anyone you got else. Like four or five team. <laughs> almost <laughs> anyone else would have taken. Even, you know, maybe Minnesota. But, like, like every other team with a decent quarterback. Like, if, if Atlanta can get Deshaun Watson last year, they take him. All right. If Minnesota can them. get. You know what I mean? And so. I don't want to say it's a character flaw. That's, that's a big leap, but these guys starting to sign extensions and then 10 months later asking for trades, it's kind of starting to get on my nerves.
1: (laughs) Because it's it's essentially the only thing that makes sense is, well, the Texans can pay me the most, right? So let me get all my money. And I already have in my mind a year later, I'm leaving. Maybe all of this is calculated. Now, if it is, it's all about the money because I'm getting the most money from the organization I've been playing with. Then I'm mm-hmm. request to trade. Whoever wants me is going to pay me too, but they couldn't have paid me what the Texans paid me. Yeah. So if, if that's the case, then it makes sense. But then bro, you got the sexual assault charges and all of that. So, you know, maybe if, cause if mm. he's on the commissioner's M list, they don't get paid. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or do they get paid? I'm about
0: to look it up, but I never thought about that. This might've because been, might've known screen, this was coming.
1: I'm assuming Goodell is going to say, you know, nah, bro, you can't play until this is happening. So if he's on that exempt list, if he's getting paid, then I don't want to say he's chilling because this is, you know, a serious <laughs> matter, but Cat's still getting paid 40 plus million to sit at home. So. You know, that
0: that would be even more concerning is that if he knew this stuff was the potential, or it was coming down the yes. pipe that he went ahead and signed because you you make a good point. He signed it a couple years early. Um yeah. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson still haven't gotten their extensions. Um mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway, it, 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 so this it, is a touchy situation. Um it, it I, is. I I don't think I don't think it's done. I don't think we're done, you know, seeing the fallout from it. Um I think the Texans just got they got to cut bait. They they got to cut bait. Um and just be they cool going 1-15 and just start over. It's okay. 1-15 they
1: um, 1 they were going to go what four and twelve, five and well anyway. seventeen games now. Oh but, yeah. One and sixteen. <laughs> so they were gonna go, they were gonna go five and twelve that or seven so and and be awful and not have any draft capital. So just cut bait. This is a five, six year rebuild, man.
0: when they get they got their pick next year. They got the first round pick. So
1: But they don't have a lot of picks.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you're right.
1: They don't have a lot of picks.
0: You know what? It's like they're starting over. It feels like 2002. Like they're an expansion franchise.
1: So if you're going to start over, cut bait.
0: All right, y'all, thanks for listening to uh, this week's episode, or this episode, rather, for the culture, episode two. If you like, please subscribe, follow wherever you get your podcasts. Um, If you want to hear more of the sports uh, discussion there, as far as where the Texans go from here and just some other stuff, including the NFL Draft, any and everything about American football, all 22 podcasts is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also find us directly at www.relentless.love. Thanks.